This is Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. Your host, Carl Valeri, has over a decade of experience counseling pilots. Aviation Careers Podcast will help you navigate towards your aviation career goal. Here is your host, Carl Valeri. Welcome to Episode 12, and thanks for listening. I'm really excited to spend some time with you today to talk about the interesting and diverse aviation career field. Whether you're in the car, on your way to work, working out at the gym, or maybe just relaxing in your living room, I hope the time we spend together will help you obtain a deeper understanding of the different career opportunities in the field of aviation. I've been receiving a lot of questions lately and have been involved in conversations about two distinct paths of flying corporate or airlines. To help you better understand the difference between the two, I'm going to focus one episode on the differences between corporate flying and also flying for the airlines. Now, first of all, let's talk about corporate flying. It's actually, most people consider it business aviation. And to get a definition of business aviation, I'm going to read it off the National Business Aviation Association's website. That's nbaa.org, and we'll have links in the show notes. Business aviation is the use of any general aviation aircraft for the purpose of business. The Federal Aviation Administration defines general aviation as flights that are not conducted by the military or scheduled airlines. As such, business aviation is a part of general aviation that focuses on the business use of airplanes and helicopters. The business aviation community consists of companies of all sizes that rely on many different types of aircraft, from single-engine airplanes to turbine aircraft that fly internationally, helicopters that survey rush hour traffic, and FBOs, and many other services that support flight operations at the nation's 4,000-plus public airports. The vast majority of businesses in the community, 97%, are small to mid-sized businesses and other entities, including nonprofit organizations. The tens of thousands of businesses in the business aviation community are very diverse, they're safe and secure, and they're economic drivers and essential to the national interest. Now, I had an opportunity to actually talk to some people at Flight Time Radio, and we discussed aviation careers and focus on the airlines, but also it was great that they brought up the point about business aviation. Before we turn it over to that interview, let's just talk a little bit about the jobs. You're going to hear me talk about jobs in this interview where I come up with 30% are business aviation-related jobs. 30% comes from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. Now, I know that there's some websites out there that say maybe 40% are going to be actually the aviation jobs that are in business aviation. But according to the, business, the Bureau of, A- of Labor Statistics, I'm going to use their numbers as 30%. So that's why I say the majority of jobs are actually going to be in the airlines as far as people moving upwards and actually being hired. With that said, one of the best ways to build time, if you're wanting to build a lot of time in an airplane, because remember to get hired, there's certain minimum qualifications. There's also certain minimums that are unpublished, and those are the competitive qualifications. So you need to build as much flight time as you can. And that's why I usually recommend, if you're going to start off flying with the regional airlines, because you're going to build a lot of flight time very quickly. I'll give you a good example. Most uh, corporate pilots, they'll only build about 250, maybe 300, some flying 500 hours per year. With an airline, you will be flying 600 on the low end, up to 800, 900 hours per year. 
So let's continue this conversation about corporate flying and flying in general. And uh, let's join the host from Flight Time Radio. Flight Time Radio brings the thrill of aviation to listeners of all backgrounds through a group of passionate aviation enthusiasts. The hosts are Milford and Charlie, and uh, they have a few questions for me. So let's join the conversation. Well, Charlie, we got a uh, guest on the line today that he knows a little bit more about flying and pursuing flight, a career in uh, aviation, and probably me or you do. I'm, I know more than I do. <laughs> I don't know about you. Uh, I never hear an aviation. Well, let's introduce this man. And Carl Larry. Good afternoon, Carl. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing wonderful. It's glad glad to be here uh, on actually this rainy day here on the West Coast, but the West Coast of Florida, that is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what? I was down there last Saturday, and uh, I actually saw Carl. We were grabbing a bite to eat in Earhart's there at the uh, airport. And uh, it was raining that day too, Dagum. Which airport was that? You well, visited a bunch of them. Lately, I did. I was I was dodging thunderstorms all the way home. That was Lakeland Lender Regional. Oh, okay. Home of Sun Fun. Go ahead. I was going to say it's a wonderful restaurant there too. I, I can be uh, caught hanging out there quite often at Earhart's on the north side of the field. It's just a terrific place to to eat. And you know, my favorite thing about the restaurant, you can plug headsets in and listen to the tower. That's right. They got headsets right there on the. Uh, tables and you can listen to tower you can choose tower ground or i think they might even have an approach frequency there carl has got a brand new he's actually a member of the stuck mike Avcast, but he started a brand new podcast uh, tell us a little bit about what your new venture is there carl uh sure uh, milford I, as a matter of fact uh, your audience is perfect for this this is a uh, it's called the aviation careers podcast and it introduces people to aviation careers and also helps them to achieve their aviation career goal or maybe just you know look at an aviation career and see if it's for them or not, and their goal may be to pursue another career. But basically, what we do is at Aviation Careers Podcast, and I just started this up a couple of months ago, is is we give career advice. Now, my background is I represent furloughed pilots. Now, furloughed pilots are those pilots that have lost their jobs, but they still can come back to that airline later on. But it could be years while they're unemployed. So what I do is I find them jobs. I find them flying jobs throughout the world. And I said, you know, I've been doing this for 10, no, actually 11 years now. And I, and I keep seeing the same mistakes that people make in their careers. And I said, gosh, you know, what can I do? Well, I'll point them towards a podcast. I'll point them towards some something they can read online. And there was not much out there. And I said, well, you know what? I, I'm, I'm a bit of a reluctant podcaster producer, actually, because I, I, I said, there's nothing out there. I, I'm going to have to do this myself. So I said, okay. I'm going to do it. I'm going to commit to this. So sold the airplane, sold the motorhome, and uh, sold everything else. I'm still uh, still got the little bitty boat, though. <laughs> and uh, then I said, I'm going to dump all my money into this. Now, what I do is I give advice based on past experiences. But more importantly, I try to find people that are in the aviation career field. And I interview those folks. And these are people I've worked with in the past. For instance, human resources directors that do job placement and people that are actually flying. What's it like to be a captain? Tell me about your day as a captain at the airlines, as a flight attendant. These aren't just flying jobs. These are all types of jobs and and mechanics and people that work on jetways, those type of people. And I find out what, what do you really do and what's your day like and how did you get to where you are today? And you'll find out that most people in aviation, in these careers, just like you guys are incredibly passionate about aviation, no matter what they do. It could be somebody who's out there cleaning aircraft. They just love being around airplanes. And that's actually my favorite 
thing about flying, it's not just flying the airplanes, it's really the people. And, and you know, what, what we try to do is we try to find people that can give us some advice on how to pursue that career. Say it's, uh, for instance, a flight attendant. We find somebody who's in that field and can help people to actually place themselves in that field find out what they need to do. And of course, we do product recommendations. But I tell you what, a lot of people don't realize, even if you're going to go work for the airlines, they all think about the pilots, you know, the glamorous job. Well, you know, for every pilot at an airline, there's six other support personnel at that airline. So that's what we do at, at Aviation Careers Podcast. We truly try to get them information, our listeners, information about what's it really like to work in aviation, to work as a flight instructor, so that they can make a better career choice. Because you know what? I didn't have that. No one ever told me, you know, what was it like to be, what's it like to be a pilot? You just see stuff on TV. But we want to get some real actual, you know, advice from people that are doing actually the aviation career, flying, that type of thing. So that's pretty cool. Everybody always thinks about the uh, pilots. That's all we think about normally when you think, oh, you want to get into aviation. But there are a lot of other jobs. And it's pretty neat that you've got a podcast that recognizes that and says, hey, if you want to be on an airfield, involved in flying, and I'm, I'm sure there's people out there that want to do that that don't want to be a pilot. Oh, sure. And you know what? There's people out there, and, and and this is what's terrific about your audience, is that there's people out there who want to try flying. And I think everybody should give it a shot, whether you go up and just try it for one flight, whether you get to the point of solo, or maybe you become a private pilot. At least you can make a decision along the way, do I really want to do this or not? And what I found is you'll find a lot of people get to the private pilot le level thinking they're going to go in as a pilot, and then they say, you know what? I want to design airplanes. I don't want to fly them. Well, that's terrific, too, because now you have this great experience. You have that flying experience, and you can relate to the pilots flying the airplane. So you're right. You know, Milford, there, there are so many other jobs out there besides flying the planes. Now, Flying the planes, though, that, that, everybody thinks that's the big glamorous job, but, uh, you know, there's some, uh, challenges to the job, too. Uh, you know, you guys, most people that are listening, they, they get to go home at night and sleep in their own bed, and they get to actually, you know, anytime they want, they can do their laundry. Or if you want to go to the grocery store or go to the dentist, you can do that anytime you want. I sometimes have to plan those things two, three weeks in advance. So that's a big difference. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you think of all the pretty stuff about doing it, but uh, I've, I know some pilots, and uh, it can be a pretty grinding type of job. Hey, Carl, hang in there for just a minute. We're getting ready to get cut off here by the big, mean computer, and we'll go to break here shortly, and uh, we'll be back in just a moment. I want to tell everybody, Flight Time Radio is our name, 854-1320 is our number. If you have a question about uh, careers in aviation, give us a call the next segment, 854-1320. And uh, check us out, flighttimeradio.com. Charlie has a lot of information on our website, too. A lot of pretty eye candy of different types of airplanes to look at. A few useful things, too, on flight planes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the second segment here of Flight Time Radio. Flight Time Radio is broadcast proudly out of the Key Auto Studio. And uh, absolutely, it's a gorgeous studio. We appreciate so much what they do. Carl, we have been chatting here during the break, and uh, I know you couldn't hear in what we've been saying, but uh, talking with Glenn, Glenn's got a couple questions I think would be good to ask you to clarify for our audience. Sure. Hey, Carl, the first thing I want to know is how do we find this podcast? Sounds like it's pretty interesting. Well, yeah, it's actually pretty easy. All you have to do is go to aviationcareerspodcast.com, or if you're in iTunes, Stitcher, Radio, Miro, it's, you can find it many different places, but just type in aviationcareerspodcast.com. Sounds good. AviationCareersPodcast.com. 
I'm just giving Milford a minute to write that down. I got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm way ahead of you this time there, Charlie. You know, <laughs> yeah, Carl, you've been yep. talking a lot about uh, aviation careers, and you keep going back to the airlines. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot more stuff out there than being an airline pilot if you want to fly airplanes. Oh, there sure is. And that's, uh, as a matter of fact, I keep talking about the airlines because most people, that's where I get most of my questions. And I tell them that there are so many other flying jobs out there. And there, there's a modicum of different jobs. There's mechanics, and those folks work on uh, general aviation aircraft. There's people that fly charter. I just spoke with a, a lady yesterday. She's a captain on a 310. That's a twin-engine Cessna aircraft. And there's many different things in aviation. You know, you talk about Boeing aircraft. They make engines and they make aircraft. Excuse me, they make aircraft. And then you talk about Pratt Whitney's and they make engines for aircraft. There's many, many different things. For instance, I have a real good friend of mine and he's into accounting and economics. And you know what he does? He does actually, (laughs) he's not the most favorite person at the airline. He does the planning for revenue, revenue management. And what does that mean? That's the person that sets the prices for your tickets every day. And every night they go in, oh, they're super. And these guys are bright. And they try to figure out based on the market. Oh, my gosh, what should we set the price at? And it's, it's. uh, I don't know what they do behind that curtain, but it's pretty amazing. (laughs) Um, With your... In in what you're doing now, in the studies you're doing now, and looking into the future of, say, the next 10 or 15 years, how many different kinds of pilot jobs are are there going to be other than the airlines, do you think? Uh, Primarily, you're going to see airlines, of course. Uh, And the reason I'm saying that is you're going to have a lot of retirements there. So the majority of those are going to be within the airlines, but there's quite a few other folks out there that are going to be flying. Percentage-wise, um, I think from what what I've shown so far is about 70% airlines, 30% other right now. And the reason being is that there's going to be a big, big uh, rush to age 65. And that's something people really have to understand. And this is one of the questions I get most often is, you know, why are we going to have this shortage? And why should I try to be younger to get to the airlines? Because the airlines is all, your position there is all based on your age. It's based on seniority. In other words, when you're hired, okay, that the next person hired is after you. And you always hold that seniority number as long as you stay at that airline. Another important thing that people don't realize is that you can't make a lateral move. If you move to another airline, then you'll become a first officer, a real junior grade, and have to start all over again. It's kind of like a general in the Army. He has to start as private if he moves over to the Air Force. Well, that doesn't happen in that field, but it does happen in aviation. Just think about it. If Sully Sullenberger got hired with the airline I work for, he could be my first officer. Imagine that. So that's a a little bit different there. (laughs) I I think he passed sixty five and and this past year he'd, he'd be the, a first this is true. that I would really lean on for advice. What about so what about, what do you think we should do in this situation? Exactly. <laughs> what about uh, corporate uh, corporate pilots or uh, the fractional industry? That that seems to be growing pretty big pretty quickly. And it is. Uh, even in the fractional industry, we still do have quite a few folks that are on furlough, uh, and that's going to be that way for the next few years. Uh, moving quickly, uh, I don't see it as quick as the as the major airlines, but if that's what you want to do, and I, there's a lot of my friends that do that because what, being a corporate pilot, you're part of a team, and you have that personal touch that you don't get at the airlines. I mean, at an airline, you can turn around and look back and see the passengers and greet them on the way out. 
But in the corporate job, you are part of that corporation. You are a key player in that company. And, and yes, there's going to be some movement there because, of course, those people, you know, it doesn't matter if there's an age 65. People retire. They get older and they retire. And one other thing is there's not quite as many pilots out there in general. So there's going to be a little bit less competition. So no matter what you get into, you, you really should look at what you want to do. Don't just necessarily look at the numbers, you know, just make sure there are some jobs out there, but make sure that's exactly what you want to do. Give it a shot. I tried it. Uh, I liked co- no, doing it. Nice. Sure. You talk about the uh, working for a corporate, uh, corporate pilot. It reminds me years ago, back when Windex used to have money, uh, they actually had a... And airplanes? Uh, yeah, Windex and Jet. <laughs> and uh, I was on with a group of uh, higher-ups. Uh, I was a lower up. They were higher up. We were flying up to the Carolinas, and the uh, something was wrong with the airplane. The air conditioner did not work. All right, now, the pilot and co-pilots up there in that little greenhouse called a cockpit with a nice big window so they could see everything, and the sun could see them very well. We get off the ground, wasn't hardly leveled off at all, and uh, here comes the co-pilot, actually playing a uh, flight attendant, come back, checking with all the big guys. His a nice, crisp uniform was totally stuck to him and soaked through with sweat. And he comes back to you, would you like a drink, sir? Would you like a drink? He's fixing, you know, uh, I, you know I don't want to tell you they were alcoholic drinks, but they were. And uh, <laughs> he's fixing drinks for everybody. He comes to me and says, uh, would you like a drink, sir? I said, can I fix you one? You know, you're the one that's hot and sweaty and, and kind of more important than I am right now. But, uh, yeah, it's a little bit of a different job. Yeah, you know, and that's important Dick. that you said that because of the fact that they they do a lot of different things that the nor- a normal pilot with an airline, I should say a pilot that flies with the airline, it would not do. You know, we don't there clean the no planes. Pilots, yeah, I was going to say, I just realized that when I said that. <laughs> There's a normal setting on the dryer, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> you know, when Dixie used to have a beautiful DC-3. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, there's so many corporate jobs out there, you wouldn't even imagine. I actually flew for a chicken egg farmer for a while uh, and uh, flew a hawker. So when you walked into work, you said, what kind of chicken chicken organization is this? <laughs> and, and, yeah, I mean, you never know, but people do. I mean, you'd be surprised. It's very, it's, it is an exciting job, though, the corporate end of it. Now, what's interesting with corporate that doesn't happen with the airlines is you can make a lateral move. You can go from one job, corporate job, and not start over at the bottom at the other corporate job making next to nothing. And that's, uh, that's important. For instance, at an airline, when you start off with the majors, you might make, say, twenty, thirty thousand dollars a year. And that's at the majors, not at the regionals where you're only making, say, you know, fifteen to twenty. And then at a corporate job, say you were making really good money, say, you know, hundred or two hundred thousand, you don't go back to making twenty. You actually can make the same amount of money as a captain. So that's that's a big, big difference for people, especially when they're they're looking at this later in life. Uh and getting into flying. But uh but yes, there's there are gonna be a lot of corporate jobs, but not you know, it, I don't see it as big of a, a flux as you would see in, or, or a big sucking sound like you see at the airlines from all the numbers that I've put together. Uh, and the, this is my own feeling, too, because of the fact that I work in the industry. We have, uh, you know, there's a lot of numbers put together based on estimates of retirements. Well, the things that they don't take into consideration are some retirement people changing careers. Uh, you know, when I worked at, or still do work uh, with folks that are on furlough, a lot of those folks don't come back. 
you know, they, they are, say you're on furlough for eight years. You, you might get a job as an insurance agent. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And they, yeah, they're down in Sears in the hardware department. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, or Best Buy. (laughs) How would you compare the quality of life for a corporate pilot, a top corporate pilot and a top airline pilot? Boy, you know, (laughs) it's interesting you asked me that today because I did a little bit of, uh, uh, flying about a week ago that was similar to corporate flying, doing work for the airlines. And, and you know, the airlines do charter. And you actually will do so much more as a as a corporate pilot than you do as an airline pilot. You're on call as corporate. Airlines, you got to schedule. Big difference. Well, Carl, we appreciate that. I'll tell you what, the half hour flies by. Uh, tell us real quick, uh, aviationcareerspodcast.com, uh, interviews, um should everybody tune in and check it out? Oh, yeah. Just anytime you want. Every Thursday Absolutely. will be. AviationCareersPodcast.com. Send me your questions. And they'll be on there. They can get in touch with you if they need to. They correct? sure can. Yeah, it's easy to find me right there. Just hit the contact button. That was Carl Valeri of AviationCareersPodcast.com, and we appreciate him spending part of his Saturday with us. Thanks a lot, Carl. As you can tell, I really enjoyed speaking with the folks at Flight Time Radio. They are truly passionate aviators and love the field of aviation as much as anybody. If you want to learn more about what is happening in general aviation world and learn about the fun things to do as aviators, these are the folks to listen to. Well, before we uh, finish up today, I do have one listener email. Jason writes, I was wondering if you have any tips for financing someone that has a Bachelor of Science degree but wants to become a commercial pilot. Other than student loans, what other finance options are available? Maybe a good idea for a guest. And, you know, we are going to have somebody talk about financing as a guest. Well, thanks for the question, uh, Jason. There's many grant and loan programs that go unused, as we mentioned in Episode 6, when I spoke with the folks at National Aviation Academy, and also in Episode 7 where I spoke with Linda Meeks from Girls with Wings. Just remember, even though it says Girls with Wings, most of the grants, loans, and scholarships are available to everybody. Both of my guests had links on their websites concerning these grants and loans. Of course, there are always personal loans, which is actually how I finance my flying while I was working towards my ratings. For instance, if I didn't have the cash in the bank and I needed to do a flight lesson, I would use a credit card. Now, I don't recommend you putting everything on a credit card, but it does kind of smooth out those bumps. But again, to look for those loans, grants, and for links to that, you can go to the past episodes. And you can find that at episode 6 at aviationcareerspodcast.com slash 6 or episode 7, which is Girls with Wings, aviationcareerspodcast.com slash 7. Of course, there are many other guides. I actually have been thinking of putting together a guide since I get this question often. I will look for a loan expert to talk to in future episodes. I actually have one in mind that might be able to help. Well, let's move on to our recommendation this week. And, of course, we've been talking a lot about business aviation And there's no better way to understand the world of business aviation and the many career opportunities than by visiting the National Business Aviation Association website. And you can find that at nbaa.org. And we'll, of course, have links in the show notes. There's two sections on the website I recommend you visit. First, the What is Aviation section, or excuse me, What is Business Aviation section, which will describe what business aviation is, of course, the type of aircraft used, and provide you with the Business Aviation Factbook. The second section you should look at and visit for students is the student section. The NBAA, or National Business Aviation Association, offers over $100,000 a year in tuition, reimbursements, and other educational opportunities. 
So if you're thinking of a career in aviation and you think the cost might be prohibitive, you might want to visit this section as an avenue of securing money for your education. The NBAA is a wonderful organization with a variety of services available to all sectors of the business aviation community. So if you're thinking of a career in business aviation, this should be your first stop for information. Well, folks, thanks for listening to Episode 12 of Aviation Careers Podcast. Show notes and links to all the websites mentioned in this episode are available at aviationcareerspodcast.com slash 12. These podcasts and more information are available at aviationcareerspodcast.com. And don't forget to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter for notification of episodes and other career information. Thanks again for spending time with us, and I hope you will now take some consideration to business aviation as a career possibility. If you have any questions you'd like answered on this podcast, please visit aviationcareerspodcast.com and click on the contact page. You can also send questions via Facebook and Twitter. Well, I hope this episode has helped you decide what your aviation career goal is and has helped you along your path towards that goal. We'll talk to you next episode, and safe flying. You have been listening to Aviation Careers Podcast, an aviation podcast about living your dream and pursuing an exciting aviation career. This aviation podcast is produced by the Valeri Aviation Corporation. Although host or guests may receive compensation for products and services discussed in this podcast, compensation never influences our opinion. Before purchasing any product or service, you should always do your own research. Music by Billy Wheeler. All rights reserved.